welcome to the deep dive, the live dive, the only content on the internet where our faces look normal. How are you, Mr. Smith? I'm good, Trent. I don't know. <laughs> sort of normal. Sort of normal. Normal-ish. Normal for you and I, yeah, I guess. Um, I don't know where that intro <laughs> came from, but yeah, that's all right. This guy's not on the internet, I, so everyone else at home will get the joke. Right. I'll show it. you later. It's this app. Sorry. Oh, that $20,000 app that you were telling me about. Yeah, yeah, All right, that's it. Cool. Uh, welcome to the Deep Dive. We're going to do a recap of round 17 and a little bit of round 18. Uh, we haven't had time to go to the toilet this week, so we haven't had time to do the review no. or much else. So we are going to run yeah, through busy, busy week. an old mate 18 games, which is <laughs> a little bit. But well, we're going to do it. Uh, we did it and we got through it, so we're going to try and do it again. Uh, massive thanks to our sponsors at Hops to Home. Hops to Home is a craft beer delivery service. They deliver craft beer across the country, um, gather it from different breweries across Australia, put them into a pack and send them out to you on a subscription service basis. Or you can do it once, you can pause it, you can resume it, pause it, resume it. It really right. piss them off, but you can keep doing we that. You can do that. You can keep doing it. As long as you get fresh beer delivered to your door without really having to do much except mm. place an order. Yep, and you can use AFL Deep Dive as a promo code to get $25 off your first pack. Absolutely. Bing, bang, bang bong. Well, 18 games. <laughs> but before that, before that, we should, probably should just talk a bit, bit of news. We have news right. first. We'll or... Old mate Richo. What do we think about the old mate Rich losing his... Uh, well, I mean, he, he well, quit, but he was obviously going to get the arse. Yeah, he so... quit with a handprint in his back. Um, <laughs> really big handprint. and A left lane print. Yeah, exactly right. And look, obviously, it's a, well, it was news... That wasn't news because everyone knew that this was inevitable and as you can see from um, all the websites and even the papers, it, it was quickly gone. Well, it's not news oh. anymore. It's almost irrelevant. But it's a shame. Because it is I mean, a shame because he didn't have much to actually work with for the six years that he was there. He's had to deal with you know every issue under the sun in terms of injuries. He's had elephantitis, he's had... Well, he's, had a, he's had all these guys bringing in, I don't know, people like Hanbury. Well, well that's, that, uh, he's a superstar in the, yeah. make, in the making. Just happens to be on the sidelines at the moment. Yeah, the inside story there is going to be pretty interesting as to yeah. see whether you know he actually did want old man Hanbury in or not. Anyway, we don't, anyway, we don't obviously know the inside story, yeah. but Brett Ratton's taking over. Um, so he gets to... yeah. Uh, put his hand up again to potentially be a senior coach. Yeah. Whether he wants to be a senior coach at St Kilda or not, um, we'll wait and see. But obviously he can only do what he can do and that's win the next six games, yeah. which is unlikely. It's been a bit of talk that you know Brad Scott's already got the job, so he's really good friends with Simon Lethlane. Um I don't know whether that's true, so we can't really comment on that really. No. Um, I could well and truly be fake, really. Yeah. And obviously, um, yeah, with uh, Robert Harvey being at Collingwood for so many years and having seen somewhat success at that club, he's obviously the champion of the St Kilda club, so he's obviously going to be his age thrown about. Whether yeah. that's, again, a good idea or not, who knows? I wouldn't um, go from him. Oh, no, I, I wouldn't. You I, shouldn't go back to your club, I don't think. There's got to be really strong reasons for that to happen. It hasn't been uber successful for a, not in the modern era anyway. Oh, mate, heard probably didn't quite work out. Buckley's got the closest. Yeah, that's true. He's probably the only one, hey? Yeah. Um, anyway, oh, sorry, so... On yeah. a Woosher. Oh, West yeah, Coast. he did play at West Coast. Yeah, that's true. West Coast. But other than that, not a lot. <clears throat> I'd forgotten about him. That was ages yeah. ago. Um, I guess modern era. Modern yeah. era. Um, anyway, but look, that, that's the situation. Was it a bit unfair? Well, I think so. Um, 
you know, I think, yes, they weren't very good. They didn't have a very good record, but he did have six years at it. So you can kind of look at it a few different ways. Um, I don't know. I, I think it's a bit harsh, but at the same time, what were they going to do? Well, you need to give a run at it. You've got to run at it. Yeah. And, and really, I mean, this year just didn't pan out the way it needed to for no. him to get to the finals because just too many injuries yeah. and too many uh, players playing inconsistently because they weren't on the park together at the same time. So Yeah, and yeah. it does seem a bit... It's a little bit awkward as well with the coach in this situation uh, being there when they're trying to contact players and talk to managers and pitch to people to come to the club because they're obviously not playing next year, so they're very much focusing on trade period and yep. all these things to try and better their club. Um, fairly awkward if they're like, oh, well, you know, Stephen Kniglia, we'd love you to come to the Saints. He'd be like, well, who's the coach? That's all. We don't know. I'm going at the yet. moment. It's old mate, but we probably don't know. Yeah, don't know. Yeah. So they can't. They can't really present that. So they're probably right at the cup now, where they have to say, "Look, our coach is Brett Ratton. It's almost certainly going to be Brett Ratton, or they'll confirm it sooner rather than later." But they yeah. can't have this level of uncertainty. No, not if they're yeah, as no. you said, they're, they're <clears> going to the off season. No, if they're trying to uh, wield in big fish. Which they probably won't get, but they'll try. And you have to try, and you've got, it's all you can do. Yeah. Um, but, yeah, that's the situation. I, I think a little bit unfair. He had so many injuries. Terrible recruiting, as he said. And as much as he might have been part of that, I don't know. But at the same time, I don't think it helped having Lethlean there either. I don't think that's been a good decision. Um, I think he needed to take a bit more time out of the game um, before he came straight back into it after everything that happened. Um, I don't know. I don't know. You know, you hear a lot of pretty average things about a few people at that club, so I, I don't know. Yeah, can't comment on it because it could all be could all be rubbish. So, uh, but it could all be true anyway. Um, let's keep moving. So, I guess if you've got any questions about Richie, I guess, but primarily the games, um, that's going to be the main content of this uh, podcast. Uh, we're an AFL podcast. You can listen to us on Spotify, iTunes, everything, all those things. Yes. Um, please subscribe, rate, and review, all that sort of stuff. That'd be great. Um, let's get into the previous round. So it feels like 100 years ago, but Friday night, 12th of July, the Eags versus the Pies. Amazing game. Pies by a point. I think this is probably the game of the year so far. What did you think? Yeah, I agree. Yeah, I was about to say exactly the same thing. This is what we've been waiting for for 17 rounds. Mm. Finally, a close contest that actually had some skills and um, something to enjoy watching from the start right through to the finish. It was tight yeah. and <clears throat> both um, skill levels. They, you could tell it was... They up the ante a little. Well, the last few weeks have been, I think, pretty awkward to the point that you and I were like, is this going to continue like this? Because the last few rounds were really pretty poor. Yeah. Like, if you looked at them across the board, that's a little harsh on some of the teams and some of the players. But I think, generally speaking, I don't think it's been great. But this was exciting. It felt like footy was you know, in a, in a good position yeah. on that Friday night. Particularly the first half, I thought was really impressive. Um, I, I really liked the battle across the board. It was free-flowing. We had 12 goals in the first quarter. It was exciting Yeah, the whole time. Yeah, I really liked how um, Bucks positioned Chris Mayne on Shannon Hearn too, just to really nullify his influence on the game. And that obviously um, showed, especially in the second half, uh, how important it was because the 
Eagles just obviously weren't able to get that run and drive off the back half because that's what Hearn usually yep. um, does. And the other guys were made accountable with Majacek and um, Cox yep. uh, floating forward that uh, McGovern and who's the other... Brass were yeah. actually had to man them up um, when the ball was coming in. So yeah, well done to Bucks. I think yeah. I think he outcoached. <clears throat> I think so too. Um, Simo. Yeah, amazing from end end. Really, uh, a really great tight contest. Uh, you know, the Eagles had an eighteen point lead, so it was kind of a bit of a reverse of the grand final. One team got you know a fair way out, and then. Um, the other was able to peg it back. Peg it back. Uh, I thought Crocker was pretty poor. That was one of the things I took out of the game. I'm not quite sure how they keep playing him. Um, I know they kind of want to play kids at at Collingwood at the moment and with Stevenson and a few other guys out. It probably doesn't help, but at the same time, I'm not quite... Yeah, he made some pretty critical errors. Yeah. They did win, so it's a hard one. Helps, but I mean, it's only a one-point margin. And West Coast really were a little bit sloppy in that last quarter in particular where they they could have... um, been a bit cleaner and, and finished off. Obviously, the Nick Nat injury, which came out yep. uh, the day after, uh, played a little bit of a impact because he obviously was um, nursing a little niggle in his ankle for most of the second half of the game or last quarter at very least. So, yeah, look, good game. Um, Collingwood desperately needed that win because they were in a bit of a form slump, so this is going to give them a lot of confidence. I don't think West Coast are going to worry too much. Better to have a loss in the home deck now yeah. then closer uh, to finals time because then they can address uh, where, why it happened and where they can get better and yeah look, these two are the two teams are going to obviously fight out probably the second position along oh. with West uh, along with Brisbane probably the best news out of it is that Collingwood aren't dead I think that was the yeah. thing because the previous two weeks it got you thinking oh no are we going to see like a complete drop off have the Collie Wobbles returned has it returned are, are we in Wobble Town but mm, it appears we're in been a long time sort of stable town mm. um, it doesn't feel like we're in that position which is great uh, I thought Collingwood you know managed to really drop away from their defenders pretty successfully as well offensively I thought Moore was obviously what happened happened with Moore's hammy is not great but I don't know. I thought Cox was was better. Better, yeah. Um, I thought they they structurally moved quite well. Penderbury was pretty good, given obviously he he broke his finger. Um, yeah, I mean two goals in the second half from the Eagles was poor, but at the yeah. same time Collingwood were very good. Yeah, exactly. So it was a funny game, but I think it was very good. Um, yeah, if we see more of this type of football, which uh, kind of saw a little bit more of it throughout the round I, yeah. but if we can see more of it towards the end of the year it's going to be much more enjoyable and exciting uh, finish to the season yeah um, so Eagles 12-5 so they were still pretty accurate and then 11-12 so I mean yeah Pies could have really won by a fair bit more probably in the end um, but good game uh, it's going to hurt them without Darcy Moore I think um, I think he's a pretty good player yeah and he's been well, really good down back yeah it just trying to restructure uh, when they've obviously still got a plethora of injuries that make it much harder for them to um, just bring in another another soldier as they uh, as coaches like to talk about um, and they put on a brave face and talk about how every man that is on the list has a role play they know what they can do Darcy Moore is a pretty bloody good player and has proven to be as you said pretty yeah. consistent down back he's not an easy replacement especially no. if um <coughs> Um, 
Oh, I've forgotten. Uh, key, one of their key backs, he went down earlier in the year. He's oh, still yeah. injured, so... Still injured, yeah. There's yeah. a... Done. Done, yeah. yeah. So, if he, I mean, if Dunn was right to go, yeah, cool. You've got a ready-made yeah, season back. Great thing is they have Ruffhead to assist in that regard now as well. So. Yeah, actually, he was really good that's as thing. well. So, yeah. yeah. Um, so, that's that game. Uh, I, I thought it was a really good contest. The rough battle was really good as well. That's the other side of it too. I mean, I thought Grundy was good, but Nat Nui is going to be out again. Um, yeah, we don't see, we're not going to see him for the rest of the year. Probably almost certainly not, no. Do we think, again, the surface? Um, there's a lot of talk about that sort of this Possibly. week. Possibly, yep. Um, I mean, they've really Especially got to fix this. Injury, this yeah. is done, if I'm not, not and they're not going to fix it, I'm looking at another club, really, and not have to play there. Yeah. How do you extend your career? Exactly, yep. And for Ruckman, especially, I mean, they're, they're the ones that get impacted the most because of the amount of jumping straight up and straight down. Yeah. And it's liable, but... Let's see what happens next year. Apparently, they're going to throw a whole other few inches of dirt on top to help yeah. impact. And they can because that's how high the grandstand is. They can probably put another foot of soil in there and it's not going to really affect too much except making wow. the making it a bit softer under they need. They've got to do something. Uh, the second game is Sydney versus Carlton, 62 to 69. Oh, this was a good game. Blues by seven points. Um, I, look, it did. The end was pretty good. There was a lot of the game that got played between the arcs, but I did think it was a good game, and obviously exciting in that it was an upset with Carlton winning. Yeah, absolutely. I, it was a good, it was a good game in the sense that I, I this is the atypical um, old Sydney style like lockdown game of football type of game that normally would suffocate a blue this Blues team, and the yeah. Blues were able just to hang in there, and then with that youth and leg speed that they've got and smart coaching from um, oh mate who's their caretaker coach uh, training, Tra- wheels. training wheels training um, wheels just going alright well we're coming up against uh, wheels for sure <laughs> wheels oh mate wheels um, what was I saying yeah seasoned veteran <laughs> like a really hard midfield in Sydney put yeah. our senior players in the midfield I mean um, mm. let, let the kids have a bit of a breather and get on the outside so yeah look good win it's been since 2011 since Carlton won at the SCG so mm. good time to have a win bit of breathing space between them and uh, the wooden spoon now um, so maybe they'll get to that five or six wins for the year who knows 2011 was a long time ago that floss dance didn't exist back then it's no a long time ago long time ago well, Buddy was still awesome I think Fev might have ever seen but still went at Carlton no it wasn't not quite he'd already been moved on yeah long time um, ago though yeah, long time so yeah, good game, but a lot, look very low scoring. Really, eight goals versus nine goals, so not great. It was okay. Not many, no not many there was no highlights. The end was good. The end was exciting because he thought that because Sydney did push back at the end. He they thought, did. hang on a second, but yeah, they they just held on. I, I thought the end, the end was exciting. It's but that hard. was about it. Though. It's a bit hard when Carlton have had a better end to a game just recently with Murphy kicking that. That's true. Banana that goal. So you sit there and go, well. It's a bit of a lit there. They got another win, which is a good thing, isn't and, it? Yeah. And great news for the narrative, which is that... Sydney aren't going to play finals? Well, that, which we said <laughs> a year ago. But also, on top of it, that old mate Wheels had another win after being um, knocked around all week by Chris Judd. Uh, which I, I, I can't believe he has now come out, essentially, on Footy Classified this week and said, oh, you know, that's not necessarily what I was suggesting. I wasn't talking about Wheels. 
But at the same time, it's like, well... Does Chris have the modern day... You definitely didn't say in relation to it, like, I don't mean wheels. Like, he was pretty nonchalant about it. The other coach. You know, the other coach. Yeah, the other one. Other one. Malthouse. Yeah. Him. (laughs) He's a bit... He's coming across like... uh, It's wheels. A bit bit Eddie Maguire-esque in that he is got his fingers in too many pies. Yeah. He's a bit contradicted. And yeah, it says conflicted, conflicted Probably more than in worse. his role. So yeah. he's not. I mean, you look at Jimmy Bartel with his media side and the fact that he's a director at the Giants. He tries to deflect as soon as he's media. Mm. He tries to deflect his role as a director, mm. which is smart. And then when he's a director, obviously he's not going to go and talk about no anything that goes on behind closed doors. And Chris Judd just seems to be. Well, he loves the sound of his own voice and getting on his own bloody show. show. It yeah. um it does show that someone's watching Footy Classified at eleven thirty at night because there was a story the next day. So, yeah, good on him. Um, next game, Hawthorne Frio. Good game. Fremantle lost this one by thirty one to the Hawks. It was pretty competitive, I think, for a half. It, I didn't really feel like Frio were genuinely going to win. Um, even though they gave themselves every opportunity, they were just very wasteful. Yeah, eight five, um, and there was a bunch out on the fall as well. The conditions didn't look too poor though; they looked pretty good. Yeah, I mean, again, much wind or no? Didn't seem like it. Didn't seem like it's not. It wasn't horrible like it can be down in, in Lonnie. So look, it's I guess Hawthorne just have played so much football down there; they know the ground like the back of their <clears> hand. <throat> again, uh, for those of you who remember Waverley when it was a used AFL or VFL ground, how windy it was out there. It yeah. hasn't changed. It's still windy and that's where they train. So they get used to those blustery conditions, I guess. So when they go down to Tassie, it's sort of very similar to um, their training facility. Um, yeah, look, I mean, there was talk good about... Win. Yeah, good win. Hawks needed to, um, to win, win back-to-back wins. They haven't done it all season until now and did it without a couple of key forwards. Roughhead's still out. Gunston was out. But good return from Chad Wingard. He had a couple of kicked a couple of goals. Um, Walpole was really good. Walpole, I thought was really good. I think he was probably one of my player of the rounds. I think he was pretty good. Yeah, and they're just starting to build a little bit of confidence in their in their game plan and style. And obviously, it came up against a Fremantle team that's void of confidence now. Uh, even though they've got star players on mm. all lines. Uh, Ross was they look pretty cool yeah Ross was at his over. best protecting, protecting five I'm like oh, five's good enough to deal with it himself if the rest of his team can't get in and help out then I guess it's over play. I think though I think three way to go no go no make final lows. well Sandlands is out for an extended period of time now he's a so is, it's over and Jesse Hogan's re-injured himself so Again, yeah. So he's when did not, that he, happen? I just saw some quick oh, news there. So he's no. not back. He's not back for a little while longer, if at all, for the rest of the season. Well, you may as well park it now. Oh, that's finals. it. Try and get um, high draft picks. Tank, tank, tank away. Well, Bradley Smith, uh, Bradley Hill's leaving too. By the way, yeah, he's he's, he's gone. He's already out. Um, all Saints. They were all talking to him at the end. It was pretty funny. Yeah. Uh, are you coming back? We pay you cash. Cash and flags. Um, yeah. Do you think? Do you think? Did you see some improvement in Hawthorne? Uh, yeah. The the whatever the game plan is that uh, Clarko's trying to get right. There's more players buying, in, buying or? it, or not just understanding it, just knowing where 
to position themselves, where to run to, where to overlap, when not to overlap, when to hold back. Um, obviously, I mean, I've been critical of some of the senior players, but over the last three or four weeks, Smith's been better, Piopolo's been better. Um, obviously, having Birchall back helps massively. Mm. Um, great return to AFL football. It's been like three, almost three years, 270 weeks or something, 270 no, not 270 weeks. That sounds like a lot. I think it was 980 weeks. Yeah, anyway, <clears throat> 21 disposals and goes at like... Oh, it was eight, like, it was two years, so it's yeah, like... two and a half it's, years. It's 17. Anyway, it was a long time. About 398 weeks. Something, yeah. Anyway, 21 disposals and you went at like 80% efficiency. You had a little bit of a rough patch, but obviously he hasn't played for so long, which oh, is good news for the whole... the look like. Probably did. Yeah. Where's where's the corners? Yeah, lucky he he's got really t- confused. Lucky he's from Tassie, so he sort of mm. just went. Oh, there's a second hand. I'm all right. Mm. Yeah. Okay. Um. Yeah, but good win. Um. But uh, doesn't matter now. They're they're, they're not playing. For, neither of these two teams are playing finals unless a couple of teams like literally just Tanks. stop stop playing uh, football, which is not going to happen. Especially no. the two teams that we're about to talk about next. Essendon, North Melbourne in one of the games of the season. Bombrays up by five points over the very good North Melbourne Kangaroos. Wowee, great game. 86 to 81. I think this round was, I think, the best round in a long time, but also it was it had two really damn properly good uh, yeah. games. This Amazing was, finish. This, this game in particular was, you're, you're on the edge literally from the first bounce. Oh. They were just going... Uh, full tilt two teams that are obviously very evenly yeah. matched and uh, arguably one of the um, most highly skilled and entertaining players uh, got it done for the bomb raising voila voila yeah Anthony McDonald it's hard to say it quickly like the song Anthony McDonald and Woody I can't say it much quicker than that well you're not a punk rock singer are you? that's true no, no. it's Some, a good song isn't I know it? my mohawk is song. a bit strange for the look but I, yeah yeah um a good song, but amazing finish. Uh, amazing for the Bombers to, you know, pull that together. I thought it was a great team effort as well. I thought it was really, really impressive defensively and offensively. I still think they've clearly got a few holes and they're clearly missing a few pieces from a serious tilt, but I think they were still pretty good. Yeah, and as it was being made really clearly, we've gone on a lot of people, myself included, talked about injuries that Richmond have had and Collingwood have. Essendon have got some major injury concerns mm. and it only got worse um, with uh, Hurley going down. Hebel not being there, I think that was the biggest win for them, um, that they could get another win without their captain on the field. Um, mm. Obviously, Dan O'Hearn, there's a couple of other players um, still not... There, which is all they're all experienced players. So, uh, North look gallant in defeat. Um, probably now there's a um, it makes it tough. Well, but then there's a prototype and a, a, a way to beat um, North now. It's just you stop Cunnington and you pretty much go a long way I'm to stop teams that long to figure yeah. out. It's pretty important, it's pretty important. Um, and while Zebel and Anderson and these guys are very good. They they just don't have that. They have more impact if they're getting the ball off yeah. Cunnington. So, yeah, really good win. Um, I still think North have a outside chance of making finals because I think the, their style allows them to win more games than lose for the rest of the season. Yeah, it's just now they a couple of games out the outside of the eight. That's going to be the hardest part. Knowing that Essen are that eighth team. Mm. Two games in front of them, so 
wait and see. But yeah, great win from the the Bombers and it keeps their season alive, as they say. Brown with six goals too was really impressive. Um, but yeah, Merritt, McKenna, McGrath, uh, Saad, Shiel was like that's the thing. I, as I said, I think that was a really good team effort. Parish was really good again. Gleeson, I quite like too. Yep. Um, good game. Not a good game after that. That kind of nice run of four, and then it fell away. The Suns versus the Crows. We spent literally like five seconds on this last week. I think it's about it's all. Literally, deserves. the only thing that's different about this is the opposition that the Suns lost to. It's the Crows this time. Yeah. So ninety-five points the previous week was ninety something. Odd. I think we were Richmond beat them by ninety-two or three or something. Yeah. Um, so 95 um, and the Crows are fairly accurate too 23-13 could have even been a lot worse really oh, well when nobody it's stands on, well when nobody stands on the mark no and at the golf square it's mm. pretty easy to key accurate so. it's hard like the, it's, like obviously Crows are a good mid-rung side they're going to build down the worst team in the competition it's hard because there's nothing really to take out of this everything we know from a Crows perspective from a Suns perspective because it's hard that that's not the story I guess do you think I mean, so McLaughlin came out this week and said, no, we're not folding the club up and we're in for the long haul. If you were, you know, AFL CEO, would you wind it up? Uh, I would give till the end of Stuart Dew's contract, whatever that is, whether he's yeah. got three years or however long, and that would be it. You've what got, about the Hungry Jacks deal that he has? Do you cancel that or do you keep it going? Oh, no, that's his own personal contract. He's uh, entitled to keep that going as long as he wants. Mm-hmm. So, and then, and then... It would either fold as a club or it would be moved to a more suitable area. Where that is at the moment is pretty tough because the two markets for me personally um, are AFL markets in another Yarrawonga team. and Broome. Yarraville. <laughs> Competition against the doggies. What is it? Yeah. No, no. Um, oh, well, yeah. Northern Victorian side would be bloody awesome. I'm I Murray somewhere. Aubrey Wodonga or Shepo. Shepo, that'd be a little... Uh, Wagga we get Ben Cousins and like Shepo. Greater, greater Western Sydney. Yeah, well, he'll know everybody in town. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. Um, yeah. yeah, I think they'd be better off putting another team in the in the West or South Australia, but that would kick up, kick up a stink. that's the we, problem, yeah. Which one got it first, so... Uh, what about Shanghai? Uh, we could go close. North Queensland would probably be a better place than the Gold Coast. But so would you do one in Townsville? They'd get crowds there. Yeah, they're probably better than the goal case. Yeah, well, they're, they're starved of football. I mean, look how good the NBL does up there with the Townsville Crocs. I don't know. Oh, Cairns Time Pants. I can't remember which one of them, but North Queensland, they, they love their sport. There's nothing else to do up there except shoot Cantos or something. Well, they're not doing enough of it because there's still Cantos yeah. around. I think um, there's just not enough people as well. Yeah. That that doesn't help. Not- and it's so spread out. I mean, that North- part of the world is so spread North- out. North Sydney. So I'll go to the local game. It's only about six yeah. hour drive south. North Sydney could do with the team. North Sydney? North, oh. As in the north, north of the harbour. Yeah, I, I think the North Shore is underrated. The, they've got the longest AFL uh, centred teams, like the competitions mm. uh, in New South Wales. Uh, it's um, the North Shore uh, competition has been around for the longest. So they've got a really strong uh, affinity with AFL. I remember as a junior playing, uh, we had a a sister club up there at St Ives and we used to swap every second year and do a trip up there and then do a trip down here and they were bloody good. Mm. So that could be a that could be a thing. So St Ives, you reckon? Oh, in that area. 
Some no, there is a shitload of people there. There's also a shitload of money there. Well, as mainly, well, so that might, mainly might be rugby clubs not doing it. So it's just Brook, turn that into an well, AFL team. Well, just well, Brookvale look, yeah. is such a dump that that it's turn I, AFL. It's really it's quite embarrassing actually yeah. how bad some of the NRL grounds are. Oh, anyway, so anyway, um, anyway uh, horrible. Well, good work, Crows. You did what you had to do. Are they the worst you've ever seen? The Suns right now? No, they were worse at the start. Yep. Yeah, it, I, I agree. I think people this week have said they're the, they're the worst they've ever been. Ever. I don't know if that's true. No, it's not true. They're shit outs, though. Uh, yeah, they're shit. They're, shit. they're not the, the problem is, there's no point talking in a no. way about, about the folding and not folding because they're so stubborn, the AFL. They'll keep this going for 50 years. They'll milk it. Well, well they'll get milked, one of the two. <laughs> I better say. Cats versus the Saints in Alan Richardson's last game. Cats by 27 points. 84 to 57 in the poor Richo Cup. The poor Richo Cup. No yeah, good. look, it Tough went to go down to, to the Cattery. It did, and it kind of went to script. It started for a lot of people. Right. Started really well, and then the cats went no, no. <laughs> not no. today. Not no fairy tales. No. We're just gonna. Sorry, Richo, you're a nice bloke, but tap tap tap. There's that last nail going in. Tap tap tap. We need the uh, we need a good finals position to play at the MCG. Absolutely, later and, in the year. and so yeah, yeah. We want home final. We want a home final at the G. Yeah, hopefully, hopefully they'll be going. Brisbane finish fourth. Brisbane finish fourth. Because that'll be played at JMHBA. Well, I think they've said even if even if that does happen, they would still make them play at the G. Well, that's just stupid because they're going to get about forty thousand people at the G on a Friday night. The problem is as well as look half empty. There is the pre. Um, you think uh, all the Fitzroy supporters will come along? Well, this is this is this ridiculous notion. It's like, who are they anymore? How many are there really? Half of them went and barracked for other teams, or yeah. all just stopped playing or stopped following, following AFL. football. Yeah, yeah, I've met a few that just went nah. No, nah, you folded Fitzroy and get, get stuffed. stuffed. Yeah. yeah, pretty much. Follow get, the amateurs. Uh, um, <laughs> look, calling. Uh, look, Geelong did what they had to do. They've got good side. Good side, probably a couple of players down on form, yeah. and had they come up against a better opposition, may have got pushed. Form to be better. Yeah, like Haw- Hawkins has sort of dropped off a little bit. A few so have dropped a, away. So that's a bit of a concern because they they need the big Tomahawk kicking goals if they're going to um, go deep into the finals. Cats have been pretty accurate too this year, and to kick 12-12 is not great. To go yeah, it's two weeks in a while. Normally they've been pretty good. Yeah, two weeks in a row that they haven't been super accurate in front of goals, so... Yeah. Maybe that's just a, I mean, it's a long season. Maybe it's just a little lapse in concentration or they're just not pushing as hard. Who knows? Um, they're going to finish top. They're going to get home final and all that type of stuff. So, uh, look, we'll, I think we'll see the real cats come out when they come up against quality opposition. Good game next in Richmond versus the Giants. I thought this was a good game. Yeah, of course. Uh, Richmond by 27 points. It's always good when the Giants lose <laughs> to a Victorian club. Yeah, 30,000 members though, that was pretty good. Yeah, they've got 30,000 members, so um, good on you to everyone out in the greater Western Sydney district or if you just got jack of the Sydney Swans being the only club and you jump sit. You like Orange. Oh, you like Orange, yeah. You like going out to the the Olympic Stadium. You Um, love a drive through traffic. Yeah, like getting on um, Parramatta Road or the, uh, was it the M1 or the M7? One of those. Literally car park 24-7. Good times. Um, (laughs) Look... Worry. Even the train takes ages. Remember the time because we both used to live yeah. in Sydney. We took the train out there one day. You, it was if so you blink, confusing. If you blink and you forget to get off at a certain <laughs> station, you're stuffed. You, you even go further west. Something happened. Well, we, how we, 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 we were trashed or something. I don't know how that happened. Uh, I think it was just a good we excuse to go back far. to the pub. 
No, we went to the game in the end, didn't we? No, 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 we weren't stuffed this. Let's just go back to the courthouse. <laughs> To watch it on TV. Um, uh. But yeah, good win by the Tigs. They're starting to motor on. They've got obviously some key personnel back. Uh, if we haven't said it once, we've said it a million times. There is a new goat at the uh, the Richmond Tigers. His name's Kane Lambert. He's pretty good. He uh, is the barometer at the moment, along with a couple of <coughs> key forwards. Or he could be a back. Doesn't matter. His name's Sydney Stack. Yeah, the great, that's the great thing about Richmond is they have so many role players now and they've got so many guys that can switch positions. It's um, pretty exciting. They yeah. look like they're, they're one of the serious contenders again. Absolutely. And while it is a little bit concerning for the Giants, they have got a pretty deep list. It's just that that midfield's now getting super tested with no Callum Ward, Coniglio or Kelly. Uh, that's going to test and hurt any team. And obviously the well, four lines not firing. I think, do we think the Giants are cooked? Um, I think it's hard for them to win the f- premiership. I mm. think they're going to be super competitive come finals. So, mm. yeah, I said they stay, they play finals. Top four is probably going to be a stretch. Fifth is probably their best case scenario, oh, and that's just best, and that's yeah. just because Richmond are playing really well. The Lions are playing really well, and then Eagles have got a good run home as well. Eagles got a good run home. Um, Collingwood don't have a good run home. Yeah, but I mean Collingwood drop out, Richmond go in. At this stage, anyway. Uh, yeah, I think... Yeah, it was a good game, though. It good was a game. good game. Yeah, pretty com- competitive-ish, but then also, yeah, Richmond pulling away. Uh, Dogs v. the Ds in another hilarious contest. Dogs by eight points. Uh, what a drop-off. Gee, Melbourne literally has gone, you know what? Actually we, quite we, okay. could, we could win this game. The Dogs but, are pretty good, but though. It's more interesting and fun for our viewers if we show you how to lose a game. Another, Another way. way of doing it by, you know, playing on when you're 30 metres out in front, even though you've been the leading goal scorer for your team for the day. The dogs are inaccurate too, 10 14, yeah. and they still won. Yeah, the dogs, I mean, everyone's going about oh, how they're very much like the team of 2016. And look, there's aspects of it. I did not the team of 2016. They don't have a big key target up forward Norton's good but he's not um, no they're missing a lot of pieces yeah, still yeah and the Bonts just did done a little little niggle so they're going to be without him obviously um, good team fast team really mm. hard they seem to have a manic style that they all know and it looks crazy on t- TV and if anyone tries to emulate it they literally look like they're running around in circles but the dogs seem to be able to have this really fast movement and everyone sort of knows what part they need to play and need to be in certain positions at a time, mm. um, which is confusing as a um, coach would find trying to defend them. But uh, look, they just don't have the big... In my opinion, I don't think they've got the big bodies to deal with the midfielders like Geelong, Collingwood, West Coast to be able to then play the style of football they want. To mm. these, other, these top teams will just go, no, we're just going to play at our tempo and won't allow you to do what you do best yeah um, so that is that game I reckon no, I mean shit. that's the thing I mean at this point of the year we can't dance yeah. out these games too much dogs have kept themselves in with a chance yeah pretty much uh, last game power v Lions 49.97 for the 20,000th week in a row the power win loss win loss black win-loss. market through WL done dusted they are not yeah over yeah, you think so. That uh, is, the Lions are they're up to their ears. Yeah, I agree with um, Matthew Lloyd's um, sentiments Lloyd. on Port Adelaide. This is the, that was probably the worst loss 
I've seen in I don't know how long thought they were focused on the wrong things. They were completely focused on one player. trying to take Lockie Neal out of the game and not actually trying to win the game. No. So, yeah, crazy. Um, and again, just this constant win-loss, 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 win-loss. Yeah, it's consistent on paper, but it's not what you'd want anywhere. Like, yeah, yeah, very, very poor effort. If it was up the Gabba, you'd give him a bit of leeway for, for the loss, not to that margin, but at, on your home deck, they should have... They should have won, and at the very least, they should have been within a goal or two if yeah. they were going to lose, but they just didn't. They didn't show any fight. They didn't react. They didn't change their game plan. They continued to go after Neil, even though they, the Lions were seven, them. seven goals up, um, seven goals, two in the first quarter. Just, yeah, again, another another coach that um, shows signs of not being able to change a game plan during the game. Yeah. Crazy. Uh, into round 18 now so on the Friday night this coming Friday we're recording this on Wednesday the 17th of July Friday night we have Adelaide versus Essendon 7th versus 8th in Adelaide obviously what do we think about this game? should be a really good game yeah, obviously the Crows have come back from a training drill up in Queensland yeah is that going to be are they coming a bit underdone? Or? no I, don't, I think it's good for a, an old team like the Crows just to build some continuity and, and do some training within a game because that's exactly what they did. And obviously coming up against the Dons who had a f- pretty frenetic game yeah. um, and a tough, hard-fought win, I think. It might play into the Crows' hands, um, not having had that really heavy, hard-fought slog that the Dons did. So I'm waiting for the ins and outs, but... Um, Only of the Crows... Yeah, part of me wants to. I'm going to go with winning form and pick the Dons at this stage. Yeah. yeah. Uh, they have been in very good form. I think at some stage they, that's, they're going to probably see a loss. The thing, beauty uh, about this game is... They've the last five. They've been pretty good. Yeah, the beauty... The beauty well, both have. Uh, oh, no. No, Adelaide Crows have got three and two. two. Yeah, but close um, though, yeah. But the winner of this obviously cements themselves in that... Well, this, is, all, this is a mini final, really. Yeah. Um, I think this is a... Yeah, without a doubt. Yeah, so, I mean... Without Hurley, if Hurley, yeah, Hurley's pretty much out. If Hebel doesn't show or get up, you'd say Crows that have the advantage of having a fairly stacked forward line and a midfield that is humming. It's just whether the, the speed of Essendon can get on top of them. Uh, Richmond versus Port Adelaide on the Saturday, 5th versus ninth. Another good game, even though, you know, power could... Well, they're, they're due a win now, so give well, them a win last Yeah, exactly last right. Uh, and Richmond won the last three in a row, so fifth versus ninth at the MCG. What do we think? You, this is the hardest game to pick for me uh, come this round because Port yeah, Adelaide have... continued with the win-loss, win-loss, and it's paid off. No, last week I thought they'd win their first back-to-back. Oh, you went with win. Yeah, I so I missed loss. that. Yeah, you got it. Yeah, so... <laughs> I went back to it because I was on. There might be something of it. And that's why I sit here and go, jeez... They've got to get up if they want to hang on to a potential final. Oh, they have but, to win. But I don't think they will. I'm, but I'm to Richmond, Richmond. Richmond, it's going to be the G. a beautiful day at the G. Yeah. Nobody plays the G like Richmond. So, uh, yeah, at this stage, unless there's something weird that happens with the it's teams. Saturday is sunny in 16. Yeah, so, so perfect conditions. So 5% chance of rain, pretty minimal wind as well. Oh, so it looks like a nice oh, day. Lovely conditions to go for a run out in the mountains. Yeah, exactly. Um, yeah, going Tiggs. Tiggies, I'm going to Tiggies as well. Yeah. Uh, next game, Blues versus the Suns in the Busted Ass Cup. 17th versus 18th. What do we think? They're 
in form, Carlton, they'll win. You would Surely. Hope, but look at their... Win-loss, win-loss, win-loss. And the Suns are very overdue for... They're about is, 12 wins, 12 losses the, in a row. I think yeah, it's 12 in a row. 12 Something in a row. terrible. So this is the type of game that could just spark the Suns. They'll go in there going, no, we can win this because it's just Carlton. That's the mental attitude they have. even Catton. Catton. And um, I'm kind of almost sniffing an upset. And Don't go back to your stuff. It's, Mar- it's at Marvel. It's at Marvel, it's yeah. Marvel. Uh, no, I can't, I can't, I can't on, on national television. <laughs> <laughs> with with <clears throat> hand on heart say national I'm going for the sun. I might change uh, my tips late. I'm going to go I'm going Blues. I'm going Blues. Blues. Yeah. Uh, interesting game next one this looks like it could be a good game Giants versus the Pies 4.35 in the Giants what do we think? No, Pies will win that Pies continue with winning ways? yeah even though the Giants I mean yeah, the Giants need desperately oh, to win this really game really need it will they um, get together and rally and win this one? have they got enough I think they've got enough still out there that they could win this yeah no I take it back I'm going Giants Tough there. Didn't Tough there. Long. No, it didn't take me long. Um, I'm going to go the Giants at this stage, but I'll wait to see the ins and the outs, yeah. but I, I'm going to go the Giants. Look, I don't care what happens to Collingwood, I'll be honest. No. I like them as individuals, but as a team, they're Collingwood. Brisbane Lions versus North. Third versus 12th. Interesting game. North, after losing last week, really got to win. They won't win up there. I'm going Brisbane. Probably, probably not, no. you got to go Brisbane. Yeah. Dockers, Sydney, 13th versus 14th. This is a hard one. Draw. Yeah, I mean, it is two teams that are about the same mark. I think Sydney have been in better form, but then Dockers are probably due a win. win. You got three losses. They've had four in losses trot. in a row. Yeah. Um, Dockers should win on their home deck, so that's the only reason I'm going to go pick them. But I think it could be a draw as well. I don't think Franklin's going to play as well. No, no, he's weeks away. Yeah, so I think it's going they, to... They won't risk him over there on concrete. No, that's no way. true. Yeah, yeah concrete. Pop his hamstring as soon as he walks on there. <laughs> oh, nothing too hard. He breaks his neck. He breaks his neck, yeah. Uh, on the Sunday, the best rivalry, or definitely one of the better rivalries without a doubt, the Cats versus the Hawks, first versus 11th. Almost always with these teams, even if they're not, you know... Well, they, the could be, they could be first and 17th. It, and it's still be almost always a good game. So yeah. what do we think? Cats at their home ground, the MCG? Against the Hawks at their, at their away at their way ground, the MCG. Which is their home ground, Waverley. Lonnie. Oh, <laughs> that's true. Um, well, again, Cats win, loss, win, loss, win, loss. Mmm. Mmm. Yeah. Everyone's on the Port bandwagon. Um, oh, <laughs> look, logic says Cats quite comfortably, but we saw last year that somehow the Hawks got over the top in this return game after the little slacking um, in Easter mm-hmm. uh, I want to back for my team but I'm going for the Cats Cats for me I just think yeah look they, the Hawks will win at least another game or two before the end of the year but it's not this one I think the Cats will want to that's the thing the Cats have had those losses that we've talked about that, we've spoke, yeah. that they kind of needed, needed a bit in a way yeah you're rats uh, TIO Stadium old mate Melbourne what a nightmare it's been playing yeah. up in TIO versus the West Coast Eagles. So they'll win this just to just rub actually, salt in everyone's I'd forgotten that, that West Coast um, were playing up there. Yeah. I'm, I'm going West Coast. You have to tip the coast. You do, but I'm going to go for Melbourne. 
You're going to have a Melbourne. Yeah. Because you think they'll just... They'll, they'll win. I'm about 30 games behind you in the our tipping, mate. So it doesn't really matter who I tip at the moment. No, I know. But like, do <laughs> it's going to be an upset. Do you think that because Melbourne are one of those teams where they just go out yeah. of nowhere and pull a win out of the yeah. blue? Yeah. yeah. I think that's what they're going to do. What an embarrassing year it's been for them. What a joke. Oh, horrible. I mean, you'd have to be so angry if you're a Melbourne supporter. I mean, they need a priority pick more than the Suns do. See, that part of the season review at the end of the year is going to be pretty... Oh, scathing. It's going to be very scathing. Yeah. Very dark. It's funny though. Um, there's, dark there's a coach. There's a coach. His name's Simon Goodwin. Doesn't yeah. seem Why to have is he a, not under pressure. No, no, no. It, fire under his belly. I mean, or in his yeah, belly. Well, yeah. on his head or something. What's it's the same? Everywhere. No, he's he's his no old body. There's no pressure on him to win games, which is uh, ridiculous. Okay, you've gone with the days. I've gone with the Eagles, and then the Saints versus the Dogs. Good game at the end of the. They generally round. have a really good game. Fifteen versus uh, ten. Well, because Foxdell slash Ko really cracked it and said, "We we want if you're going to give us this Sunday night twilight game, you've got better making good matchups." Otherwise, so this, I reckon this will be a good game. Memberships, yeah, yeah I, I think, think so too. So with the Bont, Dogs for me, Bont out, new coach going with the new coach rule. Usually, it's a pretty good one. So usually, the Saints can't going to win. Brett Radner wins. Yeah, yeah. Um, Hanbury comes. Rebound. Uh, Hanbury off the. No, he's not playing. Yeah, he's going to play. Oh, he plays. Yeah, for one quarter, it's coming. Rewalt comes back. Yeah. Um, now somehow get Dalsando on their list as well. Um, yeah, I'm going with Saints in that. A couple upsets because I'm going to probably change to the West Coast. Eagles. Dogs for me. Yeah, I'm going with Saints at this stage. Um, so to skate over those games, we both think the Crows. Or are you going with Essendon? Um, on Friday. Yeah, at this at this point, I'm going with the Bombers, but I'll wait to see the teams. I, I could that that'll probably change to the Crows because it's at home. Rich, so what are you doing at the moment, Crows? No Bombers Bomb at the Bombs. moment. Yeah, Richmond Power. Richmond Blues Dock uh, Dockers Blues uh, Gold Coast Suns. I'm going with the Blues. I want to pick the Suns though. Yeah, uh, <laughs> Giants Pies. Giants. Uh, Your Giants as well, yeah? yeah? Yeah, Brisbane North. Yeah, I'm only saying when I'm not. Yeah, Brizzy. Brisbane as well, yeah. Uh, Dockers, Sydney. Dockers. Yeah. Cats, Hawks. Cats. D's, Eags. Oh, upset D's. Eags for me. Yeah. Saints, Dogs. Um, we've Saints, gone all the way again. Yeah. But I think, I yeah, that, that it is this ridiculous thing whenever. Best way to win is to sack your coach. I mean, this is the thing. I wonder whether some teams will start to... Pretend to set their coach and just fake it all week, and then then oh. they end up they end up winning. Fake twitters. Yeah, exactly. Fake everything. Uh, thank you for Thanks. listening. That's for it. Watching. Um, Take care. Have we have we got any chatters on the? Uh, no, no. Everyone's. I saw someone say no, something about my jumper. They were suggesting like, that yeah, the colour of jumper was colour jumper. It's a good song. Skin. Yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah so. Uh, I don't shy away from the fact that I'm a Hawthorne supporter, so thanks for your first time listener. No, but I think I think I've seen him in there before, but I think it's more that I don't know, they're suggesting that you bag out the Hawks. But you're a neutral football supporter though. But you I do. I, the same with me. Like Okay, I right right now I'm a football commentator yeah. per se. I'm not a Hawthorne supporter. Exactly. So and I'll but yeah. I'm, I'm ruthless about my team if I think they need to be yelled It's to like Chris out. Judd, he's a director, but he can bag the coach and say he needs training wells. On, on live television. Of course he gets. Yeah, exactly. That's what he gets paid to do. He's a yeah, exactly. commentator. Oh, mate, wheels. Oh, mate, wheels. Uh, all the best to wheels. Me. Good luck, wheels, on the weekend. Um, hopefully, on... Brendan Bobbock's found a job by now. Apparently, he's like... Shearing sheep. I oh, know that's Richard. No, apparently, he's not doing very well, old mate. Bobbock. No, he's had enough. Just... No, I think, yeah. Oh, come back to Hawthorne. We'll have you. Yeah. Would you? Yeah, he went five and zip. 
Yeah, I guess you could give some insight into Carlton. Yeah, because we struggled against him. We only got over the line by like five That's points. That's true. <laughs> <laughs> See you so, guys. Thanks, guys. Goodbye. Thanks, Dan. Cheers, mate. See you, mate.